Well, as you likely heard in the news, our Prime Minister was in Washington on a three-day visit. The three-day visit has wrapped up and here to give us some of the highlights and talk about what was discussed and what the response was like is Arte Pol, Global National's Washington correspondent. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes to be with us. Good morning to you, Joe. Good morning. Uh, so what was it like first off with the, uh, I know there was some talk ahead of the visit that perhaps American media wouldn't even pay attention. Uh, that clearly wasn't the case. Take us back to uh, when things all started to get underway. Well, you know, as Canadian media organizations, even based here, of course, we were all ramping up towards the visit, even working in a newsroom alongside American journalists. A lot of them would say, oh, really? Your prime minister is coming this week? And we would just scratch our heads and think, you know, <laughs> you don't realize that? So so leading up to the actual visit, there was a question of whether or not there would be any attention paid. That said, we do know that when the Canadian Prime Minister was first elected back in October, there was a buzz internationally, you know, around the world, not just America, about him itself. And so that uh, did catch up. Uh, the American media did catch up with the rest of the world and with Canada as well as the Prime Minister arrived. And um, we did see the coverage uh, carried on front pages of papers, um, a lot of it on, you know, the Today Show, Good Morning America. 60 Minutes, of course, leading up to his arrival, had uh, a feature piece on him as well. But what was interesting about the coverage is that it didn't necessarily have a lot of depth to it because it was more focused on the celebrity um, cachet that, the Prime Minister carries. And so it was very much focused on that, which was interesting, but maybe not so surprising given the culture that exists in media here in the United States. And I suppose not not too surprising also in that we weren't expecting, it's not as though they were sitting down to figure out a trade deal or sitting down to come up with policy. This was very much a cordial visit and something that hadn't happened in many, many years. Exactly. And so it it isn't like they had a lot of time to do work either. I mean, it was about an hour meeting in the Oval Office and then a joint press conference and statement. Certainly they did want to make it meaningful and significant, which is why you heard the announcements in regards to climate change commitments and the reduction or commitment to reduce methane emissions from the oil and gas sector. You know, also when it came to pre-clearances, the expansion of that at airports, something that people can see immediately and feel that it's not just, uh, you know, some fancy dinner that our prime minister is going to the United States for. And so I think um, there was an effort there to try to make it have more substance and more meat to it. But yes, you're right. This is a lot of theater as well that goes into this to show the relationship there that exists. And, you know, in speaking with historians and analysts along the way, teeing up this visit a lot, said that, you know, it appears that the United States has maybe taken this relationship with Canada for granted for a while, given the fact that it's been 19 years since the Prime Minister has uh, been invited for this sort of a visit. And so maybe just saying, we don't take you for granted anymore. That that message certainly came across. Um, actually, I think those words were almost verbatim uh, from what, uh, what the President said in his address as well. Uh, I did read uh, one of the quotes uh, from Justin Trudeau talking about uh, the fact that the Liberal government uh, wants to repeal or wants to change uh, the the conservative law of being able to take away Canadian citizenship if somebody is convicted of a terrorist act. Uh, It seemed, uh, from what I read anyway, it seemed like that perhaps was the the meatiest of uh, the issues that was discussed. Um, Certainly it was one of them. I mean, I would really say, though, and, and... 
You know, when we're in the middle here in the United States of an election cycle, which is very divisive and very focused on also the threat of terror uh, in this country, that might have gained a lot more attention because of the uh, appeal it has for the American public and their interest and the fear that exists right now in this country. Um, and, and really what the U.S. presidential candidates right now are tapping into as well. I think a lot of the focus, though, for Obama um, and, and Trudeau, the, the, the issue that they see most eye-to-eye on would be the climate change. And I think that's really the legacy that Obama is hoping to leave behind. And it's something that Trudeau can also think his teeth into early on. Uh, so certainly, of course, the issues of divisiveness and uh, inclusivity. We know as soon as he touched down and he had an event um, put on by a think tank, it was a gala, but he did speak, it was a message of unity. Um, and, uh, you know, accepting those, uh, you know, who may be of a different race or ethnicity, but it was all about uh, being understanding of cultures. And again, that message of unity and something that was trying to be conveyed. So that would be, uh, you know, sort of in opposition to to proposed ban or proposed limitations as well on citizenship. And what about the issue of Donald Trump? It seemed that he didn't really (laughs) want to get into that conversation. You know, it's so funny that it was, it came up so much. And I, I guess one can expect that. Um, but yeah, he was asked about Trump a lot. Let's face the facts. Trump has not been, uh, selected as a Republican candidate yet. And he has not also been selected as president yet. But people are really looking ahead. And his campaign is carrying ahead with so much steam and support. So, uh, it, it's perhaps not surprising that Trudeau was asked if he is the next president. How will you deal with that? He had very diplomatic answers when asked that, certainly saying that I look forward to working with whomever the American people elect, emphasizing that he places great faith in the American public, in the democracy, and that they will elect someone who embodies all of the ideals and vision for the country um, that it was created on. And, and that was a lot of what he was uh, asked about. But, you know, the media also in featuring Trudeau in pieces, would call him the anti-Trump because of that, again, message of unity that he tried to convey as opposed to a very divided message that Trump conveys. And so while they were pitted against each other in media coverage, there was also the question of how will you work together? And, um, you know, Trudeau was very adamant in saying, I'm not going to be weighing in on, you know, foreign uh, foreign governments and foreign elections. That's not my place, but we'll work together and personalities aren't what make up foreign relations and diplomatic relations between countries. So we can work together no matter who is in office next year. All right. Uh, are they a busy few days uh, in the <laughs> capital? Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it.